1: Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio, you'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
2: Hi everybody, this is Peter Padilla. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I've got a great guest uh, lined up on the show with me today. We've also got great topics to talk about from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. We're going to look at what's happening in the northern part of the state as far as opportunities to buy homes, and compare that to what's happening in Southern Nevada. You'll be amazed just how different things can be, even when you're within the same state. Later on the show, too, we'll talk with Rock Thomas. Rock is an outstanding podcaster and author, self-made millionaire. If you want to find out how to grow your real estate investment business, I know that even if you get just one tip from Rock, you're going to make some success in your future. We've got all that and more after this quick Message.
1: I'm Scott Kelly, and I'm running for re-election to the Washoe County School Board. I visit our schools and meet educators, support staff, and students every day. This shapes how I voted on the school board and my student-first decision-making process. It's why I approved a 3% raise for teachers, because a quality teacher is the most important part of the classroom. It's why I approved renovations at every school, with a focus on security upgrades that keep staff, students, and visitors safe. I've cut inefficiency from Washoe County School District's budget while protecting funding for counseling, libraries, and music because these are very important to a student's overall education. Lastly, I voted against increasing classroom sizes because that did not put students first. And I voted against the former superintendent's contract, which I felt was too much. You can learn more at www.scottgkelly.com Please support my re-election. Vote Scott Kelly for School Board.
2: We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Good day to talk to our guests. I'm having a good time because I've got all sorts of opportunities available for me and for my friends, my acquaintances, all the people that we work with in northern Nevada. Anytime there's a lull in the economy, you can bet there's going to be opportunities to take place. But you have to know what to look for and where to find those opportunities. That's why I recommend you talk with Sherry Hill. Sherry is the wealth protection diva here at Sage International. If you want to get some great guidance and advice on your real estate investing, give her a call anytime 775 786 5515 and tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, via telephone, is Rock Thomas, self made millionaire outstanding author and podcaster. Rock, welcome to our radio show. Hey, glad to be here. Always glad to pitch and catch. We're in real estate. Hey, you know it. Hey, I had a chance to listen to your radio show with my dear, dear Sherry Hill just a couple of weeks ago. Really enjoyed what you had to say. I thought maybe we could pick up on some of the things that you talked about in case our listeners didn't have a chance to tune in, in, Rock. But as you know... Nevada Real Estate Radio is about real estate for investors. And those investors, many times, well, they start out as first-time home buyers. You know, they got to get going someplace. But you've made a great career out of your positive world that you have. Would you let our listeners know just a little bit about you, your background, who maybe don't know a lot about Rock Thomas?
3: Well, I always say farm boy, the farm is my right? I grew up in Canada. And on a farm until I was 17 years old. So I walked, I walked away with a good work ethic and a very resourceful mindset to figure, figure things out. You know, on the farm, yeah, the animals. Whether it's Christmas or rainy or snowy, we don't care.
2: Yeah, what kind of animals did so, you, did you grow, did you have on your farm, Rock? We mostly had horses. The
3: kids came from the city to learn how to ride horses, so my job was to feed 22 horses.
2: First thing in the morning, and my sister got to feed him after school. So um, I was I was the morning guy. Nah, yeah. Well, those morning animals and animals in general, you got to take care of them every single day. But you say that growing up on a farm was a great launch for you and your career. Yeah. So I think as, as as a real estate person, there's going
3: to be, as we're experiencing right now, there's going to be changes to the industry, changes to the market, changes to opportunities. And as a farm boy, I learned that. You never know what's going to happen, but you have to figure out and you have to adjust. So I've learned how to pivot and I've been fortunate enough to go on to get into real estate sales itself with um, six Remax franchises in my um, mid-30s. Today, I own a a couple of Keller Williams as I um, adapted and changed to that, but I also own commercial
2: real estate, student housing, um, storage containers. I just love real estate that cash flows. Yeah. Yeah. Real estate, it's kind of funny you say storage containers, but in a way, that's real estate too, isn't it? Because people have to have space to store things, and the storage containers have to go someplace, and it's an interesting way to look at real estate investing. Most people, I think in general, Rock, they think if you're going to invest in real estate, you have to buy a rental house.
3: There's so many other ways, and if you look at the storage unit, actually, it's cheaper to build, and you don't have any plumbing, generally, and you don't have any kitchens, and you don't have any tenants. And many places they rent for almost the same as an apartment. So it's actually a very, very nice business model.
2: That does sound like a great business model. I was looking at your website earlier today, Rock, before our phone call. I saw that you've written quite a few books, and you've got a few how-to books that I'm really interested about. I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about those books and, and start with how to change the way you see yourself. I, I, I really like that title.
3: Yeah, so, you know, I, I grew up learning how
2: to work hard, not smart,
3: uh, because of my upbringing in the farm, and my father used to always tell me, you know, go outside and work hard, just like me, what do you know, you're going to have to work hard, stop trying to play all the time, and I started to develop this belief system that life had to be hard, and that I had to work long hours, so I drove a taxi, and I worked at a bar, and I painted and cleaned, and... But later on, I got reprogrammed by somebody that was a little bit smarter than I guess than my dad, and he goes, all the labels that we've been given, that you're stupid, you're, you're not good with numbers, you'll never amount to anything, you're ugly, you're too short, and including, you know, you're funny, etc. All of those things are just suggestions. The problem is that we take them on as real. You know, so I am too short. Oh, shoot, maybe I am. And then we look for things to confirm it. I'm bad with numbers i a bad investor. I invest at the wrong time. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, that's right. I don't. I made that one mistake. And before we know it, we hypnotize ourselves into a very mediocre way of seeing ourselves. So a lot of the work that I do is about helping people shake the shackles that they've created for themselves and then live into a more empowered version of themselves so that they can be financially free. They can do what they want. I live in the United States now. I'm a Canadian, but I live in the United States. I have 35 streams of income. Uh, I'm an author of several books when I was dyslexic and, and called stupid at school. Uh, I'm an athlete, even though I was told I was skinny and I could never do anything. All of that because I learned how to reshape my identity. and So
2: that's what I talk about in my first book, and it's a lot of what I teach in my coaching. That's incredible. You know, so many times uh, we are our own worst critics and, and listening to what you say about your book, Rock, I, I got to thinking that, you know, when I think about my past and how I see myself, undoubtedly, I go to the negative stuff, you know, and think about the bad things I've done, the mistakes I've made, and, and I, I don't even think about all that good stuff, but you know, the reality is, I probably have 90% good in my life, and maybe only 10% negative, but you know, it just seems to take a bigger priority sometimes well it's interesting you mentioned that because our brain actually shuffles like a
3: deck of cards but in this case it shuffles all the city cards to the top it yeah shuffles all the bad memories to the top and keeps them on your desktop and the reason it does that is it wants to protect you yeah it wants to keep you alive and the easiest way because your brain is efficient is to keep you top of mind you may have had 30 days in a row when you had a beautiful cup of coffee first thing in the morning with your loved one and then one day you weren't paying attention you tripped and you spilled coffee all over yourself and now for the next 10 years every time you go to have coffee in that nice little spot with your loved one your brain goes careful you might trip and you replay the negative instead of going God I just feel so loved and so happy and so corner and have a good time so it's managing those thoughts because it's important you don't Touch the hot stove again. You don't make the bad investment. You don't burn yourself every day with coffee. But it's managing that. And that's where we do a gratitude practice is we go, I'm so grateful that I get to have this cup of coffee with my loved one. It's so beautiful here in the sun. I love it. I appreciate it. And shuffle the negative one back down. It's still there to protect you, but it's not top of
2: mind. I'm talking with Rock Thomas via telephone. Rock is an outstanding individual. I heard his name mentioned and his comments first on the Sherry Hill Radio Show a couple of weeks ago here in Northern Nevada, really enjoyed the things that I heard Rock talking about because I like to feed my brain positive messages. There's so much negative in the world. There are so many people that are cynical about practically everything it seems like. It's hard to have a good attitude and stay positive. I guess that might be one of our biggest challenges every day, at least it is for me, is to know that every day I'm going to do everything possible to be positive and live an outstanding life. I mean, Rock, don't we all really want to just be happy? Yeah, we do. We
3: do, and virtually everything we do is to be happy. But sadly, if you're running East looking for a sunset, I would say that's a bad strategy. (laughs) Yeah. Most people have bad strategies when it comes to becoming happy. So I I tell people, listen, the best way that you can do that is to have what I call a plan for progress, a way that you're going to get a little bit better. Because think about it. When you are progressing, you lower your golf score, you lose a little bit of weight, you make more money than you last year, you tend to feel good. So if you don't have in your calendar things populated that are going to make you feel better, that are going to have you progress, Chances are happiness isn't going to come and knock you on the shoulder and go, yo, hey, happiness here, right? So I help people create a plan for progress. And I really invite people who are listening to this is do something and just be 1% better. Don't try to climb Mount Everest one shot. Don't try to become a millionaire tomorrow if you're not. Don't try to lose 30 pounds. Do it a little bit at a time. I helped this one guy lose 65 pounds in nine months just by changing his identity from, I'm overweight and dieting for 40 years of his adult life, 65 years old. He lost 65 pounds, weighs 199 today, goes skating with his grandson because we have leverage. We give him the identity of an athlete.
2: It's all in your head and how you see yourself and how you think about yourself. Rock, if anybody wants to get more information about you, learn about the great things that you've done in the world, there's so many places. I know one thing that I you could just do is Google Rock Thomas, and you'll find him. But what else would you like to, uh, people to do? What is a better way to get a hold of you directly?
3: Well, I'd love people to go check out my podcast, the I Am Rick Podcast, where I talk about and um, talk with thought leaders about how to change their identity and how they did that. And if you like it, subscribe to it. Give me a great review. I'd love that. It always helps move us up in the rankings. They can also go to just rockthomas.com, my website, and they will find a plethora of information. And there'll be a little pop-up, and they can get my book, The Power of Your Identity, um, the ebook, book 100% free. And if they're resourceful and they do the lessons in the book, they'll actually see the five steps to changing a disempowering label or an empowering one. And hopefully I can contribute
2: to helping people become a little bit more empowered. I know you can do that, Rock, I'm looking forward to visiting with you some more on our radio show. But we have to take a quick break, so please hang on. We will be back after this message.
0: All Hours Air makes it their priority to assure your home or office provides warmth in the fall and winter months and cooling in spring and summer. All Hours Air repairs and services air conditioning, furnaces, and water heaters. All makes and models. All Hours Air is the highest rated heating and air repair in the Reno Sparks area with 24 hour emergency service day or night. When you're in need of an affordable and honest contractor for your home or business, choose All Hours Air for the best results every time. With evolving brands and materials, All Hours Air offers customers an excellent selection of products to make your home home or work environment comfortable all hours air at 395 Freeport Boulevard Suite 12 or call 376-9890 that's 376-9890 all hours air, Life gets here. All hours air.
1: license number
3: 77009
0: There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515 call Sage International.
2: You're tuned into Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. I appreciate you being my listeners because doing the radio show, Nevada Real Estate Radio, is probably the best thing I do all week. I get to talk about my passion, visit with great people, and I know that I'm going to help people be successful in one way or another, whether it's in real estate, real estate investing, maybe even in leading a better life because so many times when you can do well when you can upgrade your skills in one part of your life, it's going to have an effect on the other part. When people are looking to improve their real estate situation, you know, the first thing they're thinking about, the money. Where are they going to get the money? How can they afford a home at today's high, median home prices? Well, I always tell people to visit with my friend Brian Cushing from the Cushing team at Guild Mortgage. He's an outstanding mortgage lender, and he has a creative way of putting deals together that makes practically every deal he works on successful. All we need is for you to call Brian to get started. You can visit with Brian by calling him at seven seven five four five three zero three four five. Brian Cushing, the Cushing team at Guild Mortgage. Don't forget Brian's NMLS license number is three zero three zero four five. We'll have all of Brian's contact information on our website, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Com. With me in the studio via telephone, Rock Thomas. He's an outstanding real estate investor, real estate trainer, a great coach, and what an outstanding author with some great titles like How to Change the Way You See Yourself, Live a Legendary Life. He's a self-made millionaire, so he's speaking from experience and success. Rock, I'm glad you're on our show today. Hope you're enjoying being here too. Yeah, I love it. you got a nice, jazzy style to you. Well, you know, it's a lot of fun what we do, and I, I always enjoy when I can help people become successful. I think when I help people become successful, it adds to my success. So this is a very positive day and a positive show we're working on today. When we were going into the break, I was talking about another book that I saw on your website called Live a Legendary Life. Tell a little bit about that.
3: Well, you know, after doing coaching for so long, I kept on finding myself repeating myself and giving the same tips and strategies and clues to the people I was working with, and I mostly coached realtors. I decided that I actually got tired of hearing myself say the same thing, so I wanted to leverage technology and and information. so I put it into a book and I recorded some of it into videos so that I could say, listen to this or read this and let's discuss it. So as an example, even though it's cliche, chapter two in the book is all about goal setting, but it's the five-step process to goal setting. It's about how to receive feedback in the process so that you seek feedback as an example versus trying to always be right. Most successful people like Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods or Oprah, whoever, they actually want the feedback from the world to go, okay, how am I showing up? What, What is my performance? What are my results? And how do I tweak it to make it better? And My experience with a lot of salespeople is for some reason, they want to get to this place where they think they figured it out. Instead of going, okay, how was that result? And like a athlete would on Monday review the film and go, okay, how do I make it better? Where was I good? What did I do wrong? They'd rather just be lazy and be right. So in the book, it's really 10 specific strategies on how you can become a better version of yourself if that's
2: something that you hunger for. Yeah, and I think we all hunger for that, Rock. I know I do. I'm constantly every day thinking, how can I make things better today? How can I be a better person today? How can I help more people today? I I struggle sometimes to think about why there's so much depression in people's lives. And, you know, it always comes down, I believe, to what's in your head, what you think about. And, you know, you have to have Hope that things can get better and a plan to get better. Um, I bet you're a note taker. I bet you like to write notes about your goals and things yourself for the day.
3: Oh my God. I have so many papers and notes when I go as a student, but I do have a process for my goal setting. I have what I call a one sheet, one page that has the eight areas of my life. It has my finances, it has my weight, it has my health, it has my future goals, my past hits. It has everything that I need on one page, and I look at it once a week, and I update it quarterly, and it becomes, you know, what you focus on, you find in life. And if you keep on focusing on what's wrong in your life, you get more of what's wrong. If you focus on what you want to create and experience and do and have it be, then your brain works with you to make that happen. And if you don't believe that, just think of the time when you bought a car and you started to see it everywhere or you bought a new outfit, or you got your wife pregnant, or you got pregnant if you're a woman, and all of a sudden you start to see babies and pregnancy everywhere. It's called your reticular activating system. It's a part of your brain that deletes the things that are not important and rises up or raises up those things that are and provides you with access to them. So there's ways, basically, I would say, to run your brain better. And if you don't get into personal development, You don't avail yourself of those strategies, but anybody listening to this probably does. And hopefully they know what that is, and they're using that source of power to give
2: themselves a way to win at life. It's really all from within, Rock. And you've got to take care of your brain just, I believe, the same way you have to take care of your body. Or let's put it a different way, because so many many of us don't want to take care of ourselves nearly as much. As we want to take care of somebody we love, let's say our child, let's say a new baby. There's a new baby in the family. You know, one of the key things we do is make sure that that baby gets the right kind of care, attention, love, and nutrition. You got to feed that baby. And whatever you feed that baby is going to have a big impact on where that baby's going for the rest of its life. Feeding the brain is much the same thing. You have to make a choice, right, as to whether you're going to feed your brain good things or bad things, because either way, I believe that's what you become. Yeah, of course it's what
3: you become. You become what you repeatedly do, but you also are what you eat, and you are what you think. So if you've got a really good nutritional diet, good for you. Most people don't, by the way, and even people that I talk to go, you know, how's your diet? And they're like, oh, it's pretty good. It's not pretty good. Something like 77% of North Americans are obese. I wouldn't call that a pretty good diet. But we, but we see other people with the same problems we have, the same reality, and we think it's normal. But it is normal. It's not natural. So you want to get to a place where you, I think, surround yourself with people that are vibrating at a high level. They're thinking well. They have positive thoughts. And we use something in my mastermind group called Support, Encourage, and Challenge. You're either supporting somebody else or yourself, you're encouraging somebody else or yourself, or you're challenging somebody else to step up, or you're challenging yourself. But there's no room to blame, complain, criticize, justify, rationalize, because you take the power away from yourself and you give it to an outside source. Why would any intelligent person do that? They wouldn't just because they're ignorant on the strategy. So take responsibility for your life and
2: stay empowered by being around people that do the same thing. Great guidance there, Rock. I think there's way too much fear in America, heck, all over the world now, because of what's happening with this coronavirus issue. And thank God we're on our way to recovery as states continue to open up, as we're looking to see some growth in some areas, some opportunities. Many ways to help the people that need the help right now. Uh, staying positive. It's uh, its not only a recommendation from my perspective, Rock. It's a must. theres It's too easy to fall into the negative. There's so much in the media, so much in the universe. Let's start putting more positive messages out into the world. And let's really work on living your best life. Rock, that's what it says on your website. Rock Thomas. Live your best life. Man, if I wanted to take directions from anybody right now, that would be you. Yeah, I mean,
3: it's really what it's about. I think everybody wants to be their best version. And sometimes it's difficult because we do live in a negative world. So what do you do? You're around people that are whining and complaining. You're around people that aren't living the life they want. So find that 3% of the population. I say find your tribe with the right vibe and you'll be okay. Okay. And that's really what I did eight years ago is I just couldn't find a tribe. So I created one,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: have, you know, hundreds of people. And it actually started a lot with realtors. It was a core group of us realtors, but we decided to elevate our conversation and elevate the way that we, you know, eat and take care of our bodies and then challenge each other to get a little bit better, Just like I talked about before. And then when you get on that path of momentum, you start to really get addicted to progress. Before you know it, you look back and you go, look how far I came in a year or two. People want success overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. It happens through consistently doing
2: little things right each and every day. The goal to success is really never easy, Rock, because if it was, it really wouldn't be success, right? It's just too darn easy. And I think that many of us perhaps set our goals too low and some of us set our goals way too high. And so we really have to push ourselves just beyond our current reach. If you feel like you can only go so far, I try to do everything just a little bit more, whether I'm exercising, whether I'm studying or doing a detailed project, if I can give it just a little bit more. And then there's a cumulative factor. Every day I'm a little further ahead. Every day I'm a little further ahead. I really work hard rock at visualizing that success not only what it's going to look like, but what it's going to feel like.
3: I think that's brilliant. I mean, it's one of the things I say most people don't do properly is to visualize and then to feel the feelings. So, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head. I have a morning ritual that I do that with. I'm a yoga person. And at the end, I lie down and then You do that creative visualization about what you want to create and be and do and have and feel the feelings of it when your body's in alignment with your mind. But sadly, people wake up and the first thing they do is they grab their phone. They bring the outside world into their world. They start to think about problems and negativity. And before you know it, they're not feeling the feelings of success. They're not taking the steps. They're just trying to survive, stay alive, not get in trouble, not die of coronavirus. I'm like, bring coronavirus on, man. I'll
2: get it. I'll deal with it. I'll handle it. It'll be done with. is so, so powerful. You know, you're singing my song on that coronavirus deal because I've had it. I'm ready to get in the ring and fight it out. I'm pretty sure I'm going to win because all indications are that most people are winning. I mean, it's uh, the high 98 percentage of recoveries. And, well, I'm no doctor, but let me just tell you, I'm already feeling better just knowing that things are getting better in America around the world, and that I've got a new part of my team in Rock Thomas. Rock, I really feel like we made a good connection. I feel like we're talking along the same lines, and it's all positive, positive. and that's where I'm gravitating toward, positive messages, positive opportunities, and positive thoughts. Rock Thomas, I'm really glad you joined us. Thanks for being with us today. Appreciate it. Have a good one, buddy. And, Rock, if anybody wants to reach you, I'm going to send them to rockthomas.com. We'll have all of your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com, and hopefully you can join us again sometime real soon. Sure. I love Sherry Hill, and you will, too, after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the Wealth Protection Diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in today to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio. The Sherry Hill Show. Back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. It is a good day to tune in to our show today. We're having a good time talking about real estate, real estate for investment. Things that business owners, real estate investors, have to do, have to consider, Almost every day, every week of their lives as a business owner, investor, but even more so during the coronavirus. I mean, there is just so much there. So what do we do? How do we keep up with things? I was noticing over the course of the last couple of months that two of my, I won't say favorite publications, but two publications that I used to read in northern Nevada on a regular basis, they're no longer here. I also noticed that the local publication, the main newspaper in Reno, is quite thin, not a lot of content there, and when there is content there, it's pretty thin. So things are changing in the world. Things are changing in the way we get our media. Obviously, with people who cooped up at home more than ever, they are relying more on digital, more on television, more on radio. Hey, wait a minute. I was reading recently that even the television world is slowing down, but it's not so much because of viewership, it's because of advertisers. Advertisers, I mean, that's really what drives television. That's what makes it able to get that programming to your home. And now, with so many outlets, so many challenges, so many challenges and channels, and then you have the internet streaming. I mean, there's just so much going against commercial television right now. It's going to be a challenge for many of those broadcasters, those networks, to continue to do what they have been doing really since their inception. This is a change like no one has ever experienced before. So there has to be some new thoughts and new innovations to make it all happen. Well, to keep up, in fact, media is so polarized as well. Finding media that can just give you the news, just give you the information, letting you make up your own mind is pretty hard to find nowadays really almost isn't there you really have to be selective you have to be careful what you eat you have to be careful what you read hear and see because somebody has a motive for you to see hear and think those things especially if it's free in fact if it's free you know that you are the actual commodity your viewership the possibility of buying something let's talk a little bit back about uh, what we were talking about which is the specter of deflation and what it is—it was back in 2002 that uh, former Federal Reserve Chair Ben Bernanke—he gave a speech titled "Inflation." Uh, it was titled "Deflation," making sure it doesn't happen here. Well, with the severity of this recession being brought on by the coronavirus, that might be pretty tough. See, the Labor Department on Tuesday—that was just a couple of days ago—they reported that the overall consumer prices in America fell almost 1% in April from the month prior. That's the largest monthly decline since December of 2008. Again, that decline was 0.8%, almost a full percentage point, and that puts the price index up just 0.3% from the year prior. Now, the exact readings on the consumer prices in April are less meaningful than usual in some ways, Um Since it's based on indexes that really don't reflect people's behavior and spending behavior, uh, because we're in the coronavirus situation, so gas, although it gets a three percent weighting in this typical index, people aren't driving nearly as much now. So you're lucky if you even buy a tank of gas in a month. Uh, Food away from home has always gotten six point two percent of the index, but you know people aren't going out to eat at restaurants anymore, and and even though some restaurants are offering takeout, it's nowhere near what it used to be. So the effect of deflation, you know, you wonder how how could that be an issue, you know? Uh, what could the problem be? Well, when the economy is in a state of deflation, uh, it has its problems. Uh, people are fearful because the economy is, struggles to grow in a deflation Making area when prices fall, it's hard to get borrowers to pay down existing debts, so that leads uh, rises uh, you know leads to rising defaults or possibility of defaults, and then banks they get really leery about extending credit during a time of deflation. So, unless the labor mar- labor market starts to snap up really fast, and our economy gets going really quickly. It's possible that consumer prices are going to continue to drop little by little. And when that happens, uh, we have a a situation of deflation. How do we prevent that? Well, one way we prevent it is by letting our elected officials know that we're ready to get back to work. Look, we've lived in and around viruses and bacteria and germs all of our lives in on the world I mean that's just what we are we have to learn to live in and amongst these viruses and know that they're out there deal with them right look for ways to strengthen our immune systems build resistance I love Sherry Hill and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill radio show Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in to the Sherry Hill Radio Show right here on 1180 AM Radio. The Sherry Hill Show. Hey, we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm enjoying my conversation with industry experts from across the country. Sometimes they come into the studio. Sometimes it's only via telephone because of all this coronavirus stuff going on very lucky to have Ernie Neal dropping into our studios today. We're doing a little bit of marketing work for some of the aspects of real estate that you need to get together. Ernie Neal, thanks for joining us in the studio today. Welcome.
4: Happy to be here.
2: Hey, so uh, we're in May now, thank God, Uh, looking like we're going to be getting out of this coronavirus lockdown that many of us have been, although many businesses I know still have not gotten back to work, Ernie. I was looking at the Stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors recently, though, and they were quite substantial, strong. I mean, really, when you compare to what was going on last month, there's really not much difference. People are still interested in finding that deal, closing those deals. Some people maybe are even thinking, Ernie, that this is going to be a pause that might give them the opportunity to find the right kind of real estate transaction. What are you hearing out in the field in the trenches as you're working with real estate clients and prospects every day?
4: Well, I've got uh, 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 quite a spectrum there. There are some people who are ready to go ahead right now. They think today uh, is the time. and I'm in agreement with them just because uh, we leveled off. Uh, normally, we level off anyway uh, uh, towards uh, uh, from November. Uh, right through till the weather breaks around tax time and so uh, that, that's a, a, a normal time where business gets a little slow, people don't want to drive over the hill from California in the snow and of course when the weather breaks they come. Now of course uh, we had a lull because people were they were afraid to get out, they didn't want to take a chance uh, they were staying close to home. Also, uh, we have restrictions. Uh, we can't show houses that have tenants. Uh, we, we don't even show houses with uh, owner-occupied. You know, we're only showing vacant houses right now. Mm-hmm. and uh, So that limits your ability to sell. But on the other hand, uh, there are people who are in that wait-and-see mode, uh, want to see what's going to happen with the market. Well, uh, the market leveled off, and uh, a- a- as it would during the season, and uh, even dropped a bit in some areas. But the fact is that people who uh, are positive thinkers and uh, want to take advantage of a uh, situation where uh, people aren't buying and uh, they can get a house at perhaps a... Uh, a reasonable discount, uh, they're moving forward.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. People see opportunity that have been looking for homes that have had challenges because there's been so much demand from out-of-staters moving into Nevada, so much demand from people that have been looking to buy a home for years and years and just, for whatever reason, can't find the right property, the right price, um, too much competition. You know, if you're really serious, you've got to look at this coronavirus era from a different perspective. Granted, there are a lot of bad things that can happen. Many people are getting ill, but many people are recovering. And many people that I know are still as healthy as ever. We've still got to live, still got to enjoy life. Owning a home is still the American dream. I contend this could be one of the best times ever to talk to a real estate professional and think about buying a home if you're a renter right now. You'd be a lot better off today during the coronavirus shutdown, if you were a homeowner versus a renter. I think you'd find a lot more opportunities to recover, to rebound and get assistance as a homeowner than you can get as a renter. My guest today, Ernie Neal in the studio from REMAX Complete in Sparks, Nevada. I'll continue my conversation with him and we'll talk more after this quick message.
0: There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations for over 23 years to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage
2: International we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla. Glad to be with you. And we're talking with you from our studios today right here in northern Nevada. You know, I got my new issue of Natakwa News, the original entertainment, positive, informative, and historic monthly publication that you will uh, really appreciate. The cover photo is... Welcome spring and happy Mother's Day. Ernie, did you have a good Mother's Day this past weekend?
4: Well, uh, my wife had a good Mother's Day, of course, uh, and uh, I uh, helped, uh, and so we had a big family dinner, mm-hmm. and uh, we did take out. Uh, instead of going to the restaurant to dine, we did take out, yeah, even though the restaurant was open, huh. and uh, we had a very nice uh, dinner with uh, some of the family. Yeah. Uh, The ones out of state uh, didn't make it, but the local ones did, and uh, everybody was there, including Lucy the dog.
2: Lucy the dog, you know, it seems like no family gathering is really complete without family dog.
4: Well, I always go by what uh, Mark Twain said. If there ain't no dogs in heaven, I don't want to go.
2: There's a great quote from Paul Newman in the movie HUD. Don't go hating all dogs just because one of them has fleas. <laughs>
4: I like it. <laughs> well, I can go with people
2: too. Well, sure. I've and been been accused flies. of been accused yeah. of having fleas many times. So <laughs> please don't hate all dogs just because of me. There's a great article in the Nataqua News called "Back to the Bike." The, it's a story about the Reno wheelman. Back in the 1890s, bicycle uh, riding was a craze that it was sweeping the country. Fast forward to 1907, and people talk about the Wheelmen of Northern Nevada when they had a clubhouse that burned to the ground then, never was rebuilt. But the Wheelmen, they once held the world's record for a Rambler quad. It's earned by cycling a mile in a minute and 34 seconds. The bicyclists who began this spectacular career by defeating the Wheelmen of Carson City, well... They went on from there together gather many more championships, although they never made huge headlines except one. It was that Wheelman W.A. Keddy became the governor of Nevada. Wheelman. More and more people are looking at getting back to nature, using less energy, being more energy efficient in their life, smaller carbon footprint. That's kind of one of the things I've learned. It's
4: always been in my world. I've been a bicycle rider virtually all my life. and. Uh, Uh, There's many times that I've uh, chosen to ride the bicycle, even when I was working in the casinos. There's times that I uh, rode the bike to work, had my uh, suit coat in a backpack, Mm -hmm. and uh, threw it on after I got there. And uh, I still ride a bike. In fact, uh, my wife and I have a tandem. Uh, bike riding is still a part of our lives.
2: Oh, I, you know, I've always wanted to get a tandem. Come close, just have missed an opportunity, but it sure is a great way to get your loved one together and, uh, you know, go places. And even though you're on one bike, you, you still have two different roles to play. Before we
4: got the tandem, uh, I was always waiting for my wife. She rides a little slower than
2: I do. Uh-huh. And
4: uh, now she keeps up.
2: She's right behind you, I bet. Yeah,
4: that's right. And the problem is, I'm doing all the work. Uh, well, if we come to a hill, I'll yell back, hey, I need help.
2: Uh huh. And then, but, she peddling. then she starts pedaling. She starts pedaling. I bet your wife absolutely loves tandem bicycling. I want to give a shout out to a bicycle sponsor. It's called Bodfish Bicycles, a great sponsor in Natakwa News. Quiet Mountain Sports, it's all your outdoor adventure sporting needs. Come in and check out the great selection of bikes, kayaks, canoes, snowshoes, cross-country skis, and more. It's all there on 139 Main Street in beautiful Chester, California. Mm, Ernie, ever been to Chester?
4: I was there once, Uh, yeah, passed through. It's uh, beautiful out there.
2: I have to tell you, I've never been to Chester. But I want to go to Chester, and now Gulf that I know,
4: yeah. Mount
2: yeah, oh, got to be beautiful up there. Oh yeah, Bodfish Bicycles. Yes. I don't have a website here, but uh, they are on 149 Main Street, Chester, California. Check them out, and they can help you have a great time. And uh, that's one of the updates from the good folks at Nautaqua News. If you want to get a complimentary copy, look around the city, northern Nevada, all across northern California. Look for it. It's a really cool publication. takes you back in time. Natakwa News. Ernie, here's your copy, complimentary you. from Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're talking about real estate and real estate for investors. Hey, Ernie, earlier in the show, I was talking about Elon Musk. You know, Elon is saying when he's going to get back to work. He doesn't care. What is going on in California? It's time to get back to work. He's thinking about moving his whole operation out of California, maybe to Nevada, maybe to Florida. I'm suggesting he move it to the middle of the desert in Oklahoma, someplace where people really need those kinds of jobs and work. Well,
4: the fact is that uh, he's got currently 12 million square feet in his battery factory, partnered with Panasonic, Right out here at USA Parkway, uh, on the edge of uh, Reno and Sparks, and uh, there's plenty of room out there to put his uh, Fremont, California factory. Yeah, he can move it right up here, lock, stock and barrel, and we would be delighted to have
2: him. Well, that would be true, and I and I, I know there's enough for the factory. But what about the housing situation, Ernie? We are still are in a situation where there's more people wanting to buy homes than there are homes to buy, putting a big price pressure. And now if he moves the rest of the factory over here, my gosh, how can we keep up?
4: Well, that's going to be a problem because uh right now the uh the new home developers are going huckily buck uh, building as fast as they can. Uh,
2: excuse me, you said huckily buck? Huckily buck, yeah. Oh, okay. I, w- I wanted to make sure it was yeah. not something else. Huckily yeah. buck, that's a pretty good pace.
4: Yeah, a very it's uh, a very fast pace. Mm-hmm. And uh they um Uh, they are building, but uh, they can't keep up with demand. All over Reno, and I drive, you know, being a realtor, I'm all over town. All over Reno, you see apartment houses going up hither and yon. And uh, that's because people are moving in. They need a place to stay. Yeah. And uh, so uh, now uh, I uh, have been told that the area around USA Parkway, where Tesla is, where Switch is, uh, Google, Apple, all the big hitters are out there. Mm-hmm. But there's no residents uh, uh, out there except for a Motel 6. Mm. And uh, they, uh, uh, there has been talk about uh, building homes out there. Uh, which would be great because people would be closer to their jobs.
2: I would think Silver Springs would be a great way, a great place, you know, to live if you lived and worked in the usa parkway area ernie it, it would just be such a cool place to be you get a little bit of rural country you get access to interstate 80 which is real close the communities there are growing dramatically fernley has grown substantially lots of nice homes in and around that area and you don't have to compete with all of the demand from other buyers that want to move into reno proper the problem is those homes aren't out there yet
4: well there's uh there there are some properties out there there's plenty of room in silver springs it's 14 miles from Highway 80, approximately, mm-hmm. uh, and on a nice four-lane highway, a new four-lane highway that uh, recently uh, put in, and uh, uh, th- they're talking about building actually building homes in the area, where which is now uh, all 100% industrialized.
2: Yeah, I would think that would make really make some great sense because uh, you'd be close to work. The people that live there people love to live there because it's it's really a nice secluded remote area yet you're still close to some of the amenities that you need and many that you want in the big cities and it has to pay its own way in some way ernie the usa parkway and all the high-tech industry that's there somehow has to help out with the housing crunch that those very same industries have put reno sparks and all of the communities in northern nevada under. It's a big challenge. Some of us don't like all of the new people and all of the new construction. And others of us, we've got to get a house. We've got a job. We don't have any place to live. It's putting a lot of stress on everybody. And I'm not sure this big economic digital boom that we've had in northern Nevada is really a good thing for us.
4: Well, uh, it's, uh, it's hard to knock progress. On the other hand, uh, we have lost our cowboy town uh, image. Now we have a uh, Nordstrom rack, and we have uh, we've got Starbucks. Uh, you know, it's more of an urban a...
2: cowboy image now, uh, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah,
4: it's even gone beyond that. But uh, uh, if you want rural, you don't have to go that far to get out of the uh, city setting.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, lots <laughs> of opportunity, regardless of how you feel about things changing in northern Nevada. If you're in the world of real estate, if you want to buy a home, sell a home, primary residence, investment property, it doesn't happen that often when you get this great of an opportunity. I'm telling you, in the next 60, 90, 120 days, some people are going to be unable to continue with their mortgage. There are going to be some homes that come on the market because somebody has decided maybe it's too expensive to live in northern Nevada. There will be a variety of reasons, but it will happen, and it won't be huge. It will be spotty. If you're a real estate investor, now is the time to get ready. Be on the lookout, and if you find something you like or if you need somebody to make that deal happen for you, I'm talking about a top real estate professional. I recommend my good friend Ernie Neal from Remax Complete. Ernie, phone number in case anybody wants to call you after the show.
4: Phone number is area code 775-225-0026.
2: All right, Ernie, I'll put all of the rest of your contact information, including your website, on ours, com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. Thank you for being here today.
4: Thanks for having me.
2: And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Tell your friends and family, too, so they can tune in and make a great deal on real estate and real estate for investors. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.